Welcome to Oslo International Church's podcast, where we share weekly reflections from our community of faith. If you'd like to explore more of our resources or join us for a service, visit our website at oslointernational.church. And now, here's the message from our last Sunday service with Pastor Mike on Storenagel. The house of my parents-in-law in the south of Brazil, it it has only a very, oh, this is about to fall. So, as I was saying, the house of my, of my parents-in-law in the south of Brazil, it has um, only a small front yard, quite small. But it is absolutely lush with vegetation. My mother-in-law has filled that space with plants that she lovingly cares for, and it's a lot, <laughs> It's trees, flowers, bushes, orchids hanging, and even a small herb garden on top of the roof of the front patio. And it's a little oasis. It's a little oasis. And not just for us, not just for us humans, but also for the birds. There's a hammock in the living room, and it's just by this glass wall that faces this garden. And whenever we are in Brazil, I love laying down in that hammock and just taking in all the green and all the life, watching all the plants and watching the birds. My mother-in-law, she has these these bird feeders, and they're they're hanging all over the place, uh, hanging from the branches of the trees, and from the hammock, I can see the hummingbirds flying in and out like they don't have a second to lose. And I, I can also see the birds that love fruit, and they're landing on these platters with bananas that she puts out, and they're just going at it, digging into it. And I can also see the seed-loving birds, the messy birds, I call them. They come eager for the seeds, and it seems that for every seed that they eat, they drop like 10 or 20. I don't know if you've ever seen this, right? All over the ground. They're thrilling, and they're singing, and they're eating, and they're flying over each other, and they're shaking their feathers, and they're flying in and out, and the seeds are growing wild, and they're eating, and they're singing. This week, I thought about that bird feeder under the tree, in my mother-in-law's garden. And I thought, maybe that's an image for OIC, for Oslo International Church. A bird feeder for messy birds. (laughs) I know that that seems like a random thought to have. (laughs) Where did that come from? Uh, But that image, it came to my memory because I had been reading about seeds. And I had been reading about seeds in the Gospel according to St. Mark. In our reading for today, gospel writer Mark tells us of two small parables, two small parables from the storytelling genius of Jesus of Nazareth, who told many, many stories, many parables. Jesus told many of these stories that are full of life and full of everydayness and are also full of metaphors and full of living meanings that inhabit these stories. And in the fourth chapter of the gospel of Mark, there is a cluster of parables, a cluster of these stories. And today we hear from two of them. And I want to read with you from verse 26 uh, to verse 32. 
He also said, the kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with the sickle because the harvest has come. He also said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds of the earth. Yet when it, is sown, when, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Now Jesus has a thing with parables with seeds. He has several of them. Uh, the most famous is probably the, what is called the parable of the sower, and Mark actually starts this chapter uh, with, with, the, with the parable of the, of the sower. And actually, today's Sunday is known in the liturgical calendar of the Norwegian church as the Sunday of the sower, precisely in memory of that parable. And this is one of the few parables, the parable of the sower, that we get Jesus explaining. And in his, in his explanation, he says that the seed in the parable, it stands for the word. But what he means by the word is a whole other discussion, isn't it? Is it the words from his mouth? Is it the Torah? Is it what we call the gospel? Which is not only the words that Jesus spoke, but the life that he lived and the death and resurrection of Jesus that gave further meaning and further reach to both the life and the spoken words. Or the word is, as the gospel writer John would say, it, Jesus himself. In today's parable, Jesus speaks of the kingdom of God. So he certainly has a wide landscape of meanings for his metaphor of the seed. And all of these, they call us back to the mouth that speaks them into the, word, into the world and into life in us. But this could be many preachings, right? This could be many reflections, and I promised that I would be short. So what I was thinking this week as I heard these parables was about two questions that arose in my mind. The first one was, how do we measure growth? How do we measure growth? What are we comparing to? That leads me to my second question, which was, what are we hoping to see grow? Right? How do we measure growth, but what are we hoping to see grow? Because both these parables that we heard from the Gospel of Mark today, they call into question our ability to fully control the process of growth or even to judge it. There's only so much we can do, says the parable, once the seed is sown. And also, one would be a fool to underestimate the seed by its size. And both parables, they also, at the same time, call our focus to the harvest, to the fruit, to that which the seed brings forth that does something in the world. And in that sense, I would say they open room for patience and they open room for hope. Because hope needs to be patient, doesn't it? Hope needs to be patient. Otherwise, it, it becomes entitlement, right? A sense that we, 
we, sh- we are entitled to the results of this thing that we planted, or it can become arrogance when we think we can actually control all of this. But hope is something else. Hope is patient, and it fights and it insists on goodness, on fruitfulness, even while it's not naive to the conditions in which it grows. And again, what is it that we are hoping to see grow? I really love the parable of the mustard seed because the image that it brings for growth is not really one of size. And I'm glad that we've done something with the translation here because when I grew up, I would, I would think, you know, I grew up in church and I think, oh, very tiny seed, massive tree. It's not, it's a shrub, right? It's a shrub. Uh, and it's true that the mustard shrub is surprisingly large for the size of its seed, but it's still a shrub. It's, a, it's like a tiny thing like this that holds kind of close to the ground. But that's not the point. The point is it provides shelter. That's where the parable goes. It grows enough and its branches are big enough that the birds can nest in it, can hide in it, can find protection from the sun, from predators, can find food it provides a place, a shelter. So I found myself thinking about OIC as that bird feeder in my mother-in-law's garden. Because people come and go, don't they? Some of them are like hummingbirds, you know? They fly in, they're here for a semester, they fly away, they're busy, busy young students getting on with their life. And they're beautiful for it. That's what they're doing. They get a sip and they go. Others come in bringing all the stuff that they come and they scatter the seeds, but they get some and then they fly. People come and go. And it's messy. You know, it's messy. The landing is messy. (laughs) Sometimes the leaving is messy. But then there's something there about finding shelter together around these seeds and under this thing that has grown from it. And I think about how the people, you know, the birds that have come to this bird seeder go somewhere and they take the seed with them, right? In their bellies, maybe attached to their bodies and something happens. And throughout All these years I've been in OIC, here and there I get a story. I don't often. I have to believe. I have to have patience and hope. But here and there you hear about someone that landed somewhere and you recognize that what they experienced here grew there. Some have come back, right? So I think about what we do here in meeting each other and all this messiness that we have can transform us in who we are as we go from here. And really, that's the hope. We don't want to be a cage. We don't want to lock people in. But we do want to taste what it means to be, have the shelter of the community of faith and share on the meal of Jesus. And I think also about the resources, right, that we send Uh, the prayers that we pray. And uh, some of those are for Thailand, right? And again, we 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 do what we can. We pray, we send resources. 
But we hope that these are seeds of the same kingdom that we taste in our own lives and that they will bring fruit. And we hope that there will be something in that that echoes in the experiences that we have had over here. So what do we want to see grow from the seeds? Well, Jesus speaks of, in this parable, of shelter, doesn't he? He speaks of a, a place. And maybe that's a place for those who are struggling with the process of coming to a new country and trying to figure stuff out, trying to learn a new language, trying to navigate the bureaucratic hell of moving. <laughs> maybe it's people that need shelter because they feel lonely. Or because they're struggling economically. Or because they're hungry. You know, the kinds of things from which we need shelter are very different. But if we believe in the spaciousness of the gospel for each other, then we can live it, live it here, and we can believe that it can happen there, be it in Thailand or all the places to which people in OIC have gone. And maybe that's okay to be that bird feeder under a tree and be messy together as we dig into the seed of the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you that you may know that he is gracious towards you. May the Lord turn his face towards each and every one of you into your days of joy and your days of struggle, your days of hope and your days of despair that he may bring you of his presence and of his peace. So go in the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and serve each other, serve the world so that we may serve the Lord. Let us do it joyfully. Amen. Do you want to stay connected with us? Check out our website at oslointernational.church to discover more about our community, access additional resources, and join us in our faith journey. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.